relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. Okay, got it. I'm being recorded. Yeah, you are. You are. I was Mm -hmm. hoping to get you talking about. Yeah, there he goes. He's lighting. He's just. What are you smoking? Um, actually, smoking on some Z unit. It's a. It's Element Z times Spritzer. It's from a. It's from a garden called Organic Dog Garden on uh, on Instagram. But um, this breeder I've been working with a lot lately, uh, NY Seeds. Uh, his name is Teach Caesar. But uh, he did a big uh, reversal of one of my strains that I won uh, silver in the High Times Cannabis Cup with last year. Uh, Spritzer. It's a uh, Grumps from Canarado. Grape Mac times Rums. So mm-hmm. I like everything that canarado does they do amazing stuff didn't the dude move out to oregon though the the instagram guy whoever it is on instagram the original breeder i think moved out to oregon from what i can see by his instagram well people still love me go crazy out here and that strain was from have you know the grow off Uh uh-huh yeah so that strain was uh the strain that was given in the grow off in 2020 oh really yeah i know 2021 but yeah that strain is i don't know i really like it it's like fruity big bulky nugs but like airy so i mean at least for us for hash production it works like awesome i love that you're rolling it up in some backwoods too i love that about you it's where (laughs) you and i feel like we have that east coast side to us for yes. sure, dude. it's uh, it's sort white of what trash, I... you guys. That's what that's <laughs> white trash. Hey, hey. that's what that is. It's it okay, is. but that's it's what that I'm is. Okay with it. I'm fine with it too. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not judging, but I'm I'm labeling more than anything. Yeah. No, like, no, no, that no. Is... clarifying is what it is, right? Classifying. Is ha- we didn't even have where I'm from. Like backwoods was not even what people rolled up. It was all like um, some. It was just they just. Swishers is all they would. So, and then when I heard backwoods was a thing, I was like, I don't even. I grew so up with I a started... kid that had it tattooed. Back no, yep, <laughs> he's dead. If like, that's oh, surprising I mean, to you. <laughs> I was about to say that's like next level garbage, but I don't want to. <laughs> that's like up there. How did he die? R.I.P. Uh, overdose. Oh, okay. Ooh. I was gonna guess. I was gonna guess. That's what I was. I mean, I was gonna. I mean, that's yes. <laughs> that's when you're young and you're doing that. You're right. There's a. It's only certain <laughs> steps. In Miami, I grew up how I grew up learning how to smoke on Dutch Masters and then Fanta leaves, like the straight tobacco leaves. So you're like Whoa. rolling up into like a thickest version of a fucking backwood as you can get. So you're like 16 years old doing that like Sandlot tobacco, throw up nicotine high. I was like, oh my God, dude. What Where I did you get those? The gas station. <laughs> it's called Graba Leaf. G-R-A-B-A, Graba. So when I, worked, when I worked on um, when I worked on a dude's uh, farm, he was from Memphis and his whole crew was from Memphis. He would have them and sell them to you uh while you trimmed for him no the font leaf ones 
he would sell them like he would like have them on his farm and had a big box and then while you're trimming for him he would sell them to you and be like here you know if you want to roll up so like he was like paying us and then taking the money back mm-hmm. yeah right yeah it's, <laughs> a coal, it's a coal camp he learned that <laughs> Right. My uncle oh, my sold to, to the company store. My uncle would make me do hard labor in the backyard and be like, You want green or do you want green? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he was growing downstairs, so it cost him nothing for that. So I'd be like, Yeah, sure, give me an ounce right now, dude. And then <laughs> later on I'm like, Fuck, I wish I got paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That same dude paid me in pounds and uh I sent it back to the East Coast and uh, you know, made more money off it. So whatever. Hey, it ended up working. <laughs> Did you guys we are Hold on, hold on. Tell me about your uncle. Yeah, my uncle. Yeah. Oh my god, I was about to say my uncle was like, uh, he's like the Tom Sawyer of weed to me. He 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 tricked me. He's like, hey, I heard you got like uh, four or five plants going in the backyard and a couple more in your room. I'm like, yeah. And it was like an open secret that he grew weed in the mm-hmm. family. So he's like, I don't know if you know this, but uh. I've been growing weed in the basement. I'm like, oh wow, I had no idea. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like I can whole smell family talk about it. <laughs> no way, you smoke uh-uh. weed. But yeah, he one day uh, he was like, well, you know, I'm gonna be doing a lot of traveling. He bought like some property in Central Florida. He was trying to build out, and he's like, why don't you come through and you know, you can live with me. You can you know work in the grow, learn how to grow and stuff, and then like. Two or three years later, I'm like, oh, shit. He totally got me to just, like, run his grow for him. But uh, it was it was a great uh, it was a great learning experience, honestly. I, I got to learn how to grow black market and, like, how to – I mean, I made my own lights. I was just talking to this guy the other day how, how like, if I wasn't so, like, uh, sketched out about, like, the phones and government looking at your phones when we know we were, but uh, – when they were – but uh, they're there looking at my, at my. I was too scared that they were going to be there looking at my phone. I didn't ever take pictures of. Man, I built lights. I built my HPS lights. We built a little like robotic uh, <laughs> swing with the HPS <laughs> hanging on it, so it'll go from one side of the room. And I was all like, "No, dude, it gets even light to the back part. It's awesome." But yeah, that was wild, man. Like, uh, you know how like the sun goes back and it forth. does do it's that. Just like <laughs> it does do that. It does do that, Billy. It doesn't do that, you know, five times an hour. But it, it yeah, does well, do that's, that. too <laughs> that's too fit. You probably yeah, you should do it to the sun scale instead of right. just being like, what if we just go like this all the time? It was just like a copy machine. We'll just make more and like, more of it. It was like, well, the back keeps getting too shaded out, man. Let me throw a light back there. And then me and my uncle went to an estate sale in like Jupiter, the rich part of West Palm Beach. And there was like this like robot set. I'm like, okay, fuck, I'm fucking over that. And then we just created this thing. We just mounted the HPS on there and it just went back and forth. I felt like a fucking genius. (laughs) You're like, we are so smart. I was like, man, dude, no one's like this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, my uncle, he's, he was smart. He was the second uncle that grew my first uncle. Oh shit! I already fucking said it, but I mean, I had an uncle and a cousin that were growing. <laughs> I had an uncle and cousin that were growing in the '90s, and they they still got sketched out about talking about it. But they got busted, and then the cops that busted them were dirty cops, and they got their whole like uh, case thrown out. They got their oh. lights, the house, everything back. 
these like dirty cops that were working for some like cocaine fucking gang shit. Crazy shit. In Florida, that happened in Miami. Where crazy? The Miami <laughs> River Police or Miami River cops or something like that. <laughs> we would get tipped off that someone was coming in on okay. a boat with some, uh, with some blow, and then they would uh, like come up and be like, "Hey, yeah, you're getting seized," and totally just fucking steal the bow fucking shoot them huh. <laughs> Fuck shit. that's crazy my uncle has he he was in the air force with this dude and he was like yeah he got out they were like firefighters in the air force and uh he was like yeah you know we went to tijuana you know all those stories and stuff and he was like and this one dude he got out and like he went and he became like a drug guy drug agent guy for the miami dade he like got all straight and stuff, and I was like, "No, he didn't." <laughs> and my uncle was like, "Yeah, no, he did." Like he just like captured. I was like, "Dude, no one during that time you just described on either side was like cool." They or you're a hard ass. They are. You're either. You're either or. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what my uncle's like. I just couldn't believe the switch he made, and I was like, "Yeah, because he didn't make yeah, it." Yeah, okay, exactly. Because he didn't make the switch, right? No, you're right. I don't you're know why my uncle needed crap. to believe that, but I was just like, "No, there's no way in hell." First of all, anyone that figures out that guy was like, "Man, he was like," because my uncle was like, "He loved like doing drugs and drugs," and I was like, "I know people like that. I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. Like, I know guys." And he was like, but he was like real smart and stuff. And I was like, I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, and then he was like, and then he, he knew what he was going to do. He wanted to go to Miami and do that. And I was like, he I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he wanted to go he to found the... Jesus and wanted to stop it from happening. No. Well, you know, my lungs, they need some humid air. I think I might go to Miami. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know? it's like, yeah. I, like, yeah, I like the. Like yeah, the dance. yeah you're just like no i was smart to... enough to be like oh i'm gonna be on the side that doesn't get caught that'll be right. <laughs> i always be wanted an authentic cubano so i had to go down there and... <laughs> you come out to denver i'll make you an authentic cubano i make them like every I... morning in the grow <laughs> man that's good living i mean i see you out there on the instagram you're doing pizza sometimes too like is that you or is that no so that's own? you remember my friend royce he did the podcast with you guys when you yeah. came out here and also that's actually his pop-up so uh there's cool. a really really great uh brewery out here and uh we were going out there forever going out there forever and uh royce was just trying to he had this idea in his head to get this pizza thing going and uh, I was happy to sit there and eat his tester of pizza. So <laughs> I sat there for like all last summer helping him like, you know, this one's a little spongy, man. Maybe put it in there a little longer. And he's perfected his technique. He knows what he's doing. And then we were lucky enough for Wiley Roots Brewing in uh, Greeley, Colorado to give him uh, a little section of their uh, of their warehouse for him to pop up. And uh, now three going on maybe four days a week, he's going to be uh, – slinging pies there so i go up there and i help them sometimes i go up there just to chill and then they're like hey royce needs help so (laughs) (laughs) what if is he gonna be able to make pizza on may 26 or 27 in denver (laughs) in denver that's where i mean now (laughs) i will talk to him we'll see if we can make it work but right now he's basically permanently uh stuck at that pizza place but he might be able to he has a little like gas uh, oven like a wood fire oven basically no i'll like come to him i don't, I don't know I'll, be, I'll be in denver 
oh billy i'll drive you up there it's just north of there man it's uh greeley it's like 45 minutes north of denver but dude come up it'll be great you'll love that place okay i'm coming through yeah i'll just text you about that but also mm -hmm. i'll be playing the denver comedy underground the 26th and 27th that's awesome dude uh, so anyone listening there and then you tell everyone in denver i will tell everyone <laughs> in, you send me a link i'll make sure i post it have everyone else post it up too perfect perfect yeah yeah so i had another uncle my on my mom's side my cuban uncle gus he was uh when i was a kid because of him and like you just watch the news it was like the fucking desert storm and shit you're like yeah hey, i want to be an army guy playing with gi joes all the time yeah. he took me to the coast guard you know he was in the army he was a sergeant he took me to the coast guard base and i got to see all the cutters and it has like the stickers with like a baby on there because they found like a family or saved somebody and then like a coca leaf and a weed leaf and <laughs> like but then slowly on i'm like oh there's no way i want to be a fucking soldier and then i he went from being a regular soldier to fucking working at Guantanamo and then from there to working with the DEA in Colombia. So this guy did some like wet. Work, I don't think soldier. he was a regular soldier. No, he was very much an interrogation officer type guy. Yeah. But it's really funny how it went like <laughs> we went around and then I went to I went to his daughter's uh, wedding in uh, July and I'm sitting there with my rosin pen smoking weed with the rosin pen hitting the fucking shit passing out mushroom chocolates and shit and he walks up like hey meet that pen I was like get the fuck out of here officer there's no way out. <laughs> 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 no he's like come on come on we're tired so finally he hit it and I told him like be careful it's a rosin pen you're gonna go too hard like once you feel it in your lungs it's too late and he man he like spit almost vomit you know he was done i was like dude i just like i guess he's not a narc anymore that's fucking awesome <laughs> I, no, they let narcs do drugs they do <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're right he's got me now <laughs> were you in florida director. how is florida is it the wild west down there down south like the you know Right now, everything is med, and you got all the big, big MSOs rushing to Florida. So, you know, you got your cookies. Jungle Boys move there. Um, you got a bunch of people out there, like big brands and stuff. Um, so, you know, it's it, they did it weird, you know, like the when med first got legalized, they sort of, the governor sort of poised uh, the big agriculture people to sort of be able to get the licenses first. So I'm pretty sure it's something like seven people or something like that have licenses and then they sub license out other people through them. Hmm. Or at least that's how it was a while ago. So it just made sure a lot of the orange people, the florists and stuff like that. I was going to say like, Oh, that's, that's how big ag already. Um, big ag, like sugar ag, the old Miami, the old mayor of the city of Miami, Alex Pinellas, his family owns like some of the biggest sugar plantations in Florida. They were like the first people to get it. And like, oh, what a surprise. That's cool that he wanted to just volunteer and, and serve <laughs> right. the community. Yeah, that change of heart, you know, for, after locking up all those people. He's like, you're right, man. You know, we should be grilling this stuff now. It's just, <laughs> that's good too. Like, to have all that money and be like, you know what I want? I want to be mayor to help people. That's why. That's why you. That's why you do so. God. The I don't know heart. why I'm just like, wow, Miami. It's like, the, yeah, of course it is. That's how it's. Like, <laughs> I watched this silly documentary the other day, and the first part of it, I you had to get to the first part of it, but watch what I was trying to watch. But the first part of it, it's like Las Vegas. 
government is corrupt. And you're like, yeah. No yeah. That's, it's, you mean the, the nowhere place in the middle of the desert that was started by the mafia? Right. Yeah. I think fundamentally, <laughs> that is, yes. That is how. By old, good old boys and mafia members. Like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, that's, like, you're just like, yeah. We were saying, like, it's, it's crazy. It's like the casinos run everything here. And you're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, we shouldn't call it corruption anymore. We should just call it, like, life because all that's things. all that it seems. Well, just everything is corrupt at this point. We're just like, okay. Hey, no, hey, we're trying to have, like, a fun, upbeat, yeah. cannabis is fun podcast here. Yeah. Get your politics <laughs> out of here, dude. I might every time it's like, well, oh. you're doing your red out of my beach. <laughs> bullshit where he's like, nothing means nothing and cannabis. And you're like, yeah, man. Crazy. Sure. Shit. I agree. So let's have fun. How about that? There, nothingness, man. <laughs> I just said everything was corrupt. We were just talking about corruption. That's all. Well, everything's corrupt. Everything is corrupt. Once you get involved, a certain amount of money it becomes corrupt. Not but still fun. but I'm also of the of the thought that there should be like a a very big middle class because most people don't they just they don't want a ton of money. They just want life and be able to do mm -hmm. life and then also their thing. So like corruption usually happens when it's like a ton of money for somebody mm. or an idiot's involved. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's like a, a any amount of like that's just it's like robbing a bank at this point is like I think you get like thirty five hundred dollars is the <laughs> is the average of the bank robbery. There's right. like that is that is a bad that's that's that risk to reward is, that is not worth it. Just makes no sense. Mm -hmm. I People feel like still, cowboys used to get more than that when they left a fucking Yeah, no, I think it used to make sense. Like Dillinger, he was like, This is this is profitable. I'm gonna go around the country mm -hmm. doing this. But now I think it's yeah, they're like, Listen, we have eleven dollars here on in our property. It's all digital. <laughs> And exactly. he's like, here's me, and they're like, okay. <laughs> the first thing I thought when I moved out here and I saw this one company, they had this like 60 year old, five foot five, like 160 pound guy. And I was just like, you deliver the cash and all the product? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. You guys take the same way every day? He's like, yeah, we have to. I was like, you don't, you're not worried about getting robbed or anything? He's like, he said, yeah, we have to. You're like, okay. Uh, I think uh, I'm not worried, but it can happen. I'm like, I feel like robbing you. I know where you're going to go, and I know how much money you got. We get the fuck out of here. This is like, you guys don't think it's weird? You don't think you should like, at least take another block, do another spin around the block or anything? No, we can't. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Government regulations won't let us. <laughs> Mike, Mike's all about the regulations right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's talk about this. I like this. So everybody in Oregon's really freaking out about aspergillus because we're testing for it now, um, which aspergillus is a little mold uh, guy. On the spectrum, right? 
<laughs> yeah, it's like most Virginia's no more. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get us canceled, bud. Oh, um, just explain the joke to everybody that doesn't get it. Asperger's syndrome. Yeah, it was right. named after a Nazi. Whatever. Was it? That's, yeah, that's why they don't call him Asperger's anymore. But was he wrong? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, you know yes. how many museums yeah, are named after Nazi? Nazi wasn't right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was repeat this. Like, you mean you know how many museums in Huntsville, Alabama, are named after a Nazi? All of them. All buildings are named after a Nazi there. Or Confederate, right? That's a different part of Alabama. Huntsville <laughs> really didn't exist that much. Kind of. Oh, Huntsville is where all the rockets are, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. There's like the one smart. It's like the Austin of. Uh, well, it's not people from Alabama, right? The transplants they bring in. It's you know, it's rocket scientists from all over the world. That's who comes there, and then people are like, "We got Huntsville," and you're like, "No one. That doesn't count. That's you don't, you don't get to adopt those poor people. No." Yeah. <laughs> they're not super that was a joke i did when i was in huntsville a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago did stand up and i was like man you guys there's some rocket scientists here and they're like yeah i was like that's so funny to like it's not easy to become a rocket scientist. like it's hard like this just just getting the math like even if you know the math you still have to do it and that's just yeah. hard to just they said physical work even if you know how to do it you still have to do it and you're like ah i was like and then to get it done you're like, you're a rocket scientist you're like, fuck yeah and you're like you're going to alabama and you're like ah the one thing i didn't think through oh oh yeah i got to alabama shit oh, god you're like, is it pretty? You know, it's the end of the Appalachian Mountains, so it's just like, it's like almost. Where you're like, I, I could see where if you could see all of it, it's pretty. Sorry, I don't know what this podcast is about anymore. But you were talking about Aspergers, and then I went with this bit <laughs> I'm trying to work on that somebody will see on a comedy thing and be like, he did that on Grown Local one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the Aspergillus, Gillis, Aspergillus. So currently, the Oregon market is in a tizzy because of Aspergillus, and some people understand science and some people don't. And the people who don't understand it are a lot more scared. But most other states have been dealing with Aspergillus. So I reached out to you and it's like, how do you guys deal with Aspergillus? And how do you guys deal with Aspergillus out there in Colorado? So for for us, especially being in like a living soil like thing, it's something I was like really worried about like for a while. But you know, it's it's just sort of it can come like you said, it can come at any time too. You can sort of get it last second. You could sort of get it in the dry room, you know. So it's like for me, it's just about eliminating any possibilities that could lead to it, you know. And that's the same. Like like we have a lot of buds that sort of don't we have a lot of strains that don't really lend itself to, uh, to getting rot and stuff like that. Aspergillus, it's like, you know, kind of denser, super oily buds. So just never really gets a form, but we do have some 
that are more airy, more like kind of dense. They sort of, you know, stack on top of each other kind of tight. So those, man, I had, a, I had to throw out two whole strains that were just like nonstop, always failing for something, you know, the, the LA pure Kush time Skittles. <gasps> mugs, I had to get away from it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a Jungle Boys strain, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 I grew that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I had, we had to get rid of that one. We had to get rid of the apple fritters, man. Apple fritters kept getting. Oh, it. interesting. So sad, dude. Well, that one disappeared it, fast. Is that why? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I really liked it. I wouldn't have got rid of it. Like I don't know. No, if that's I just what put, I mean. Because I kept looking for it and couldn't find it. Because I was when I found that strain, I was like, I like this strain, and then all of a sudden. It's like few and far between for whatever reason. I, I think it was a hype name from a hash producer, and then a lot of people weren't getting good numbers out of it, so it sort of died away. So, but uh, we kept it around because it was getting, or at least our cut was getting pretty good numbers for hash, but then it was a big producer just for flour all around, So, and it had the hype name, so I was keeping it for flour. But then after a while, it was just having issues so we sort of got yeah we walked away from it we still have we still have a cut of it but just not not dedicating so much square footage to it i'm gonna ask a question another question Uh um because i can feel you and mike like you guys have a bond that's really great because you're both super nerds about this thing i love and uh and you've been practicing it like you're supposed to for a long time so right. I, I have a hard, hard time, hard, hard respect for that. But I'm going to ask some annoying questions. Because uh, some of our listeners are like me, where they're like, I just like to do what you're doing with right now, light it and smoke it. But I also am interested in why. Uh, when, you, when you're like, we're just going to walk away from the strain. Like, what? I'm sure I know it's a plethora of reasons. But, like, can you both actually walk kind of vaguely be, like, what that process is? Like, is it, like, a, be like, let's try it one more time or let's do this or, like. Yeah. So, like, so currently right now, I so when I started at this new company, I'm not at the same place that I, I was at uh, when you guys came for the tour last time. Okay. Um, I was actually, really confused be, by that. Okay. Because of the podcast, you guys actually helped me get the job I'm at right now, actually. Oh, I, shit. All right. Yeah, honestly, it's probably a, a, a huge thing, you know? So, like, <laughs> I, I did the podcast, and then I showed one of my friends the podcast, and then I was, you know, having, you know, money issues at the last place. I sort of wanted a little bit more than I, I got when I got the raise, and I told him, like, well, guys, I'm going to go look. And I think they didn't think I was serious, but I talked to a couple of people. They read, you know, they listened to the podcast. They knew me. They know the product. And they were like, dude, there's worse head growers out there than you. And I was always like, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried. I don't, you know, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to be, you know, you know, I'm not trying to be humble. I was just like, you know, be cautious of my next step type thing. So one of my friends heard it. He had just moved to a new grow. And then he showed the, the owner, the, the episode. And then, she was like, "Yeah, dude, bring him in. I want to. I want to do an interview with this guy." And then right away we hit it off. And now, eighteen months later, I've been the head grower here at Dutch Botanicals. Um, I, last year, I entered only three products into the High Times Cannabis Cup out here, and I placed in all three. I got silver in for our live rosin. I got bronze for our live rosin 
cart and then a bronze for our pre-rolls. I like missed by like one entry into the, the flower. So I couldn't enter my flower, but you know, it's whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, I really contribute this podcast to, to being a major, major like reason why I got that, you know, well, at least it was just... like, someone gets to see, you know, someone got to hear me talk and see, hmm. you know, so I really appreciate you guys for that. I always well, thanks for talking to us. For that's, sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's I just an angle I never thought about when you do stuff like that, and you're like, oh shit. Well, yeah, you guys are helping promote a lot of people's grows. You're helping them promote, you know, themselves to go to the next place. You know, I mean, last time I was talking to you guys, I think you had just left, you know, the last place you were at, Mike. Yeah, so, yeah, King's Cannabis. Yeah, and then so. It- <laughs> It's, I'm just saying, know, like, there's always movement, there's yet. always growth in the in the industry, and you know, I, you guys help. You know, uh, you know, you guys. I really like what you guys do, with Sugar Top and stuff. I I think that's awesome. But, well, thank uh, you, buddy. Oh, really? But uh, so, so sort of get back to what you you asked, uh, Billy. Like for me, I I inherited like 20 strains when we were there, and uh-huh. like two or three of them were for hash. Everything else was sort of you know older, played out type like strains you know that you know wasn't as hype there wasn't as demand for the product so i immediately told the boss that i wanted a a seed allowance and uh, we that we needed to go source clones in the industry so we immediately started well first i started just popping seeds oh that sounds cool oh, that looks cool oh i know this washes shit like that but then i was stuck with a bunch of like fuck man i just wasted six months on something that sounded cool so then i started uh popping seeds of stuff that would be awesome that sound more speculative mm-hmm. and that are you know pretty smart and then i would go out and source uh for sure washers and for sure strains from around you know the state so but with that now what a fun do you get to just drive around looking for it or you like call uh no i just like yeah instagram hey man that's awesome do you think we can trade i got some of this i got some of that <laughs> you know, i, I yeah. wish there's people who do procurement that seriously just drive around the state looking at people's grows and being like, yeah, dude, next week I'm going to buy 20 year pounds. You know, and I, I heard that guy. I was like, fuck, I want that job, dude. That's what I was about. I was like, <laughs> just drive yeah, around. How did him talk to us? I want to, I want to talk to that dude. That sounds yeah, how do you fun. Get that gig? Cause I don't, <laughs> it was for, uh, it was for, uh, Willie Nelson's thing. Uh, Willie's, Willie's reserve. Willie's reserve. Yeah, that guy, the guy just like, yeah, I just drive around the state looking for weed. And I was like, fucking awesome, dude. They just buy for a nickel, sell for a dime, making their money that way. So just using the brand to sell it. That's the smartest thing to do in this industry. If you're smart, you get not even a grow. You just get a little packaging place where you can go somewhere, buy a pound, sell it for, dude, buy for a nickel, sell for a pound, use your branding just to sell that's what is for sure happening in Los Angeles because the I mean, prices are ma- it makes you just want to punch walls uh, every time because you're like this is and then you go to like I went to Oregon to do a show and how cheap it was and the quality I was just like I I, I just uh it's a mess everything's a mess it is a mess. So the company I'm with, it's an Asian lady owns it. Uh, her name is Jenny Tran. She's seriously one of the coolest people I've ever met. Business-minded like crazy. It's only been in the weed industry for like five, six years maybe. Uh, when I first met her, she says she doesn't, 
she doesn't uh, smoke, but her family, you know, has been taking cannabis and traditional Chinese medicine for years. She eats edibles sometimes. I've got her a couple times now on a couple different podcasts to like puff the joint. And she gets fucking high as shit. She got so high, dude, when she like looked at me after this podcast and just started like talking to me in Chinese. I had to look at her. I'm like, so you're speaking Mandarin? Like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> She's like, shit. <laughs> it might be too high. But, um, uh, that, whatever i don't want to like, get off topic again like she she uh she's super she's super excited she's fully supportive of the grow she switched it from hydro into living soil and uh i've dude we've it's the future dude it's the future and we so we do uh, mike you might have seen my jars and stuff but we do these awesome like jars Whoa. so packaging we we put like it's engraved it's uh it's and that seal right there it looks like it's some like it's like the old chinese like emperor seal and it's like the mountain meets the oceans meets the land it's like i run this shit <laughs> so that's the cool so talk about packaging we put a lot of we put a lot of money in our packaging not like money but we put a lot of thought into our packaging so i'm you know you could be one of those companies that's just flashy just like working off a brand just doing your packaging or you could be someone who's focused on the quality living soil connoisseur brands but also has to back it up with the good packaging but you know to get back to it i have 69 strains right now not including the phenos of every strain because i just did a huge test and lately i have been doing i've been calling it the rick rubin cut i saw like a clip on instagram and rick rubin's like dude He's like, you got to keep your for sure's and then you're brutal. You just do brutal cuts. You don't, you know, I don't like the color of this goes. And so there's certain things when I'm doing my, uh, my pheno testing, I, you know, brutal, 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 cutting, cutting, cutting. I don't like how slow this is in veg cutting it. Sorry. <laughs> um, how big is your mom room to have that many strengths that's the thing, dude, i don't that? Keep, i don't really keep moms <laughs> so i have one gal i bonsai my i bonsai everything i'm not using basically i don't have a giant 10 15 gallon pot to space to put all mm -hmm. that in so what i do is i get a two by two a two by two clone uh he gets an old robot. Two by, and then a two by two uh, And uh, basically, dude, they just let this clone grow out, bonsai it, look after it all the time, make sure it's got water. But I bonsai it out, and it'll go from, you know, from this big to boop, 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 and just tiny little branches. And then when I finally want to when I finally want to take cuts off of it, it'll have 10, 12 cuts that I could take off of. So you got to be smart with your space, dude. I got, like, no space. Mm -hmm. I have very little space. I have, I forgot the square footage in the room, but I have two, I have basically one and a half grow room, uh, bedrooms. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so this one tester I just did with, uh, NY seeds, the, the grower, I'm sitting there talking to him. He just gave me two strains at first and, uh, you know, in a little vial, like 20, 30 seeds, each one. And then uh, he's like, you know what, dude? I got this bud I just took off the off the plant. I just dried it out, so try this. He gives me the bud, thinking it's probably going to have, you know, another 15, 20 seeds in it. He gives me two. I break it up. I got, like, 120 seeds out of these two nugs. And I popped every single one of them because it was, like, 
this guy's going to give this to the whole market. So I got to like pop it up. I, I popped every single one, not thinking of the logistics of having to retain them. So mm. I put them all no, in. That's fucking here. insane. Dude, I put them all into flour. Look, I had to break it up. So I had to put the first altogether three strains. I had 100. I floured out 52, 22, and then 15. So I don't know math. Uh, Fuck. Uh, I had like 80-something, 87 or something like that, phenos that I floured out. So I did two batches of like 42, 43 or something. And... uh, Bro, to keep you want to keep one or two backups, you know, of each pheno doing a hunt. So I have at one point I had just just one gallons, like just like littered the floor. And then, dude, I popped those seeds two weeks after I popped some other seeds that I popped. So at one point, dude, I had at one point I had 130 different phenos between six strains. It was killer. So that's when I, I saw Jesus. that. I was like, dude, I'm fucking murdering everything. I'm murdering everything. <laughs> it was giving me anxiety too because, like, you're like, I lost a backup, so I had to go in and I had to take a bud. Mm. It's something I sh- I started showing Revenge people. Listen, I, fuck stuff all, like- I fuck up all the time. This is how you take a bud, reveg it. So I revegged. I had to reveg probably. 10 strains dude it was giving me anxiety i was like i am never doing anything oh, when we drop this episode i'm going <laughs> to post photos of revenge because i've had to do the same thing at king's the the finance backer want us to pop over a hundred different seeds all at once so i had to take backups of backups of backups of backups and it was fun and then so he wanted us to keep them until we had ran the entire room all the way to flower and like smoked the flower to judgment i was just exactly. like dude are you out of your fucking mind do you know how many plants it's like spinning plates like you have plates spinning you exactly thing, keep them spinning, keep oh them my god well, it's plates you're spinning but there's uh there's a weed plant on top of those plates <laughs> <laughs> and doing that right it is it's, you guys I, this has been like are we going too far no this is amazing and we're Perfect. we're hitting the limit uh, our time limit on these episodes we do about 45 minutes now we uh-huh. found through data and research that people not everyone but most people are that's i'm good at about 45 minutes but what i was going to suggest is that you and mike do another one of these on zoom without me and you motherfuckers can nerd the <laughs> shit out and then we'll put it on our youtube behind the little like a little two dollar three dollar paywall we're gonna pay yeah so, hit me up anytime i'll come on talk shit awesome yeah because uh tell everyone where we can find you now find me now find me in denver uh uh you can find me on instagram it's uh hota hotas mota j-o-t-a j-o-t-a-s m-o-t-a <laughs> yeah you know i didn't for I the didn't white mean, people man you know for the for the white tees you know <laughs> i am half cuban you for some people forget i understand it. but it's like, <laughs> it's not even that it's just the growers all of y'all are not none of your media savvy at all. Listen, I made it because you had to have media. like a weird name and all that because of underground stuff. And now you only like, growers named JJ. There are Billy. Come on, bro. 
I do understand that. <laughs> There's a really famous one I just finished working with. It was hell. That was the fourth JJ in line. I was like, this is terrible. That's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I'll be in Denver. Yeah, the I'm, I'm going to come in a little earlier, too, than those dates. So I'll hit you up because. Uh, hit me up. I'll give you a tour of the new place. Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, you know, hook you up. Uh, the special was awesome, by the way. I got to see his special. Uh, me and Royce went there. And yes. uh, I was just like I feared. You could hear us throughout the whole fucking the oh, whole special. <laughs> it was hard to edit around our fucking laughs. I was they like, were having fun. That's what we wanted. You don't we're naturally loud as shit. So I was like, damn, you could definitely single out me and Royce's laugh. It was great. I got the director because you hooked, you brought a lot of joints. Yeah, I brought like 10 joints for you guys. It was, and I passed them around to the everybody on the crew got one. It was Fuck huge. That. And they all call me the next day or the you know the next week, and they're like, "Hey, where did you get that joint?" <laughs> and I was like, I, t- "I told him, I was like, hey, this dude got," it. and I was like, "Cause I had your and they're like, God, because." And then, so then I went below. There's this place you can smoke inside the church, but it's like kind of private, right? And uh, it was after both both recordings. Most people were gone. And me and the director, my buddy John, were down there, and he doesn't. I think he does now, but at the time he wasn't a big smoker. And uh, we got like I lit, and he hit it like three or four times, and then he start. He like got super hot, like crazy, and he was like, "That was GMO, I think. That was a, that was a that that's was a good my favorite. Trade. That's my jazz yeah. bike." Mike, I smoked like, your GMO when when we were there visiting you. It was really fucking good. It's so oh, good. Dude. And I and John watched me smoke the whole joint by myself. And he was like, he's like, I've never seen anything like it. He was like, you he's like, we just did two recordings. He was like, and then I smoked three or four puffs and I'm just like on the couch. And he was like, You hit another level of like energy. And I was like, Oh yeah, he's like, did you smoke during the perform? I was like, yeah, I smoked a little bit like right before every show, and then I would go out. And he was like, he's like, whoa, he's like, what would happen if you would have smoked like the whole joint? And I was like, well, there's just there's too much money invested for us to be right. finding it's out. Yeah, what right. I was yeah. like, I'll do that at like a show where I'm get like, the tickets and stuff. Like that's fine, right? But so this weekend or in a couple, one, two, like three weeks, three, four weeks, I'll be down there. I want to hang out. Mike, you should fly in. It's cheap as hell. Dude, frontier flights are dirt cheap. I'm going to Google it right now. You've got so many cargo shorts. You can put another pair of cargo shorts in one of the cargo. <laughs> yeah, you just like fold them up. Dude. Yeah, just put one in the other, put underwear in the other cargo. Physics bending <laughs> pants. Dude, if you guys come out, that'd be so awesome. Like, I'll, I'd love to give you guys a tour of the place and hook you guys up with, you know, everything we need. You know, loving it, dude. Like, so you want to know how... Pizza. What's up? You want to know how three minutes we're, we're doing are? great, you guys. This last part where you we're landing the plane is doing great. This is good. I just Googled flights to Denver, and in the Google thing, it automatically opened up the dates that we're talking about, which is super trippy. No, that's just how it does. It's like three weeks out. 
is how it always <laughs> just a coincidence it's not it's not just a, a coincidence yeah also probably yeah it was probably listening because it does i'm okay with that i don't That's have to take what did it say how much is right. it oh wait let me because we got time let's figure it out like 229 bucks round trip Ooh. yep that's like the podcast pays for it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> right do you know now. how many? I mean, and Billy will always reference this. I go back to the fact that I paid seven thousand dollars for erotic Russian art back when I was a drug dealer. So I've spent more ridiculous money on stuff than. That, yeah, you're so. actually right. Uh, also, <laughs> my, my son's coming in on. Friday, like late Friday night, he's thirteen. So we got to do a lot of this fun having before, beforehand. And f- yeah, and then we're going to Casa Bonita. It's supposed to be open by then. And he's a big nice. South Park fan, so nice, nice. And then we fly out late Sunday evening, and I'm gonna, he doesn't know this, but I'm going to take him to Meow Wolf. Is that what it's called? Yes, that's I'm awesome. Blow his little fucking mind. Dude, well. He's going to love it. Yeah, he doesn't that's know. So he awesome. thinks Casa Bonita is the whole thing. I was like. Mm. So you guys should come. To- mm. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. That's be thank, thank you so much, buddy. We appreciate For you. For sure, bud. Anytime, hit me back up. I'd uh, love to talk about weed with y'all. Mike, yes. And then I'll see you guys. Mm-hmm. I will see you for sure in three weeks. Mike might come out. For sure. Talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about it. If not, he'll be there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Grow your All own, right, you guys. Grow your own. Grow your own. Grow your own.